So how do you feel about nostalgia? Are you pro it? Are you like, let's just live in the moment, y'all? Like, stop living in the past? Like, how do you feel about nostalgia? Um, or being, like, waxing nostalgic? Man. You know, I'm really conflicted about it. Like, and, and my boyfriend can sort of attest to this, that I, like, really avoid, deeply avoid things that, like, will conjure up those, like, sad feelings. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll avoid sad music. I'll avoid, like, sad TV shows or just anything that will, like, conjure up some sort of, like, deep emotional, like, reservoir that I have that will, like, maybe induce me to cry. So I will, like, like sort this of This is us. That. You don't watch. No, no, no thanks. No that thanks. Like, I feel like that's, like, an algorithm in how can we make a cry. I feel like yeah. in the writer's room, I watch it occasionally over Blythe's shoulder, and I'm always, like... So moved, and I don't yeah. know what the hell's happening because I was like halfway. Th- I'm like I jump in like every five episodes yeah. for like twenty minutes at a time. Yeah, and, and yet it, you kind of get it, and, and still and I'm like it. weepy. And and it's and it's gotten to a point where it's ruining a lot of things for me because it's 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 moved into and and I'll definitely get back to your nostalgia point okay. here, but it's morphed into I want to avoid the sad feeling to like I want to avoid nearly any extreme feeling. Wow, yeah. So I like well. I have to like make myself like have fun watching like a night like a movie that I enjoy wow. sometimes because I'm like I didn't want to enjoy that and then I think about it and I'm like wait that was actually a good movie like just enjoy it Melina you yeah, know but yeah. it was like I I don't know I don't know what it is so nostalgia uh, you know what I'm I'm gonna say yeah I'm pro nostalgia pro nostalgia yeah sure. I love I, I love being nostalgic yeah. about things I feel like. There are people who are like, oh, like living in that, like, there there can be something said for like not just reminiscing about the old days, but I think it's nice to kind of have things bring you back and to to reminisce about, you know, past experience. I was doing that at at the housewarming you guys held, talking about how, you know, you were the assistant stage manager at the door. I met you because I was was Mr. Bennett at Pride and Prejudice, and you were like at the door. Yep, yep, I had to open the door for all the the intern And I was just like, fuck with you the entire (laughs) I was a senior, you're like a first year, first semester freshman. I was just like, be fucking like, around backstage. Like, thank God you, because it was the most boring job. I, I had to sit in that chair at play. that door and just open it when people entered or exited. Like, that was my job. Why didn't you have to open it? Couldn't we open the doors ourselves? No. It had well, to, like, open for you. Really? Yes. I forgot about for that. every entrance so and exit, it, like, the door opened for you, more or less. It Got was, it. it. I guess me. that's, like, less awkward as an actor to be, like, fiddling. A little bit of, like, everyone had a cane and, yeah. I, I I liked my cane. Thank. Actually, I didn't. Good. I don't know if I did. I was the old guy, but I didn't think I had a cane. No, I don't know. you Whatever. you probably didn't. Um, um, yeah. Oh, what's his name? I forget. The like suitor, the like snotty suitor yeah, who yeah, comes yeah, for yeah, Elizabeth, yeah. like had a cane. That's... Yeah. But um. But it's but, but it's fun yeah, to reminisce, especially like Vanderbilt theater days. There's things that I really get reminiscent about. Absolutely. Like, and I love nostalgia. I I might be I might be incorrect, but I feel like I read somewhere or heard somewhere. <laughs> I read a headline of an article somewhere that, that like, that there's a term in Japanese for nostalgia that basically translates to happy sadness. Mm. And I think that that's ex- that yeah. nails it exactly. Yeah, it is. Because it's like you're thinking back. It makes you sort of wistful for that time. And kind of it, grateful that and, you had that time. And grateful that it happened. Absolutely. So what? Yeah. So music for me brings up intense nostalgia. So what are some of the songs or albums that like really – because there are some things for me that like intensely – bring me yeah. back. Like um, un- uncontrollably I hear certain things and I cannot not yeah. be transported. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You had a Facebook post about this. I did. Ago. I did. And I enjoyed yeah, yeah, the yeah. conversations that started. I'm trying to remember what I, what I uh, put on there. Um, it's funny because the first thing I think of is theater related. So the first yeah. thing I think of is um, the original cast recording of West Side Story. Mm. 
Um, Interesting. I did a production of West Side Story in high school. It okay. was such a great experience, and I just listened to that album so much. Another album is The Stranger by Billy Joel. Fuck yes. Yes. <laughs> that one is such a one. It's, yeah. the, it's a genuinely wonderful piece of album, and yeah. it really elicits a lot of intelligence in me, too. Yeah, that, that yeah. was big for me in high school when I first heard it. It like, blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was big for me in, in college. It was funny. Before, I was, like, obsessed with that album in my, my sophomore year of college or something like that. And then, like... Two months later, Vanderbilt announced that they were bringing Billy Joel to campus. And oh, I was like, wow. yes. Um, I was so excited. Um, that, and then there's a live recording of Simon and Garfunkel um, called, I think it's just called New York City 1967, okay. I believe. Um, I have to look it up really quickly. I love Simon and Garfunkel so much. Gosh, me too. Um, I will defend them to the death. Yeah. My and daughter, who's two, knows every word of the 59th Street Bridge song. She oh. asked for it at night. Sing Da Da Groovy. Oh. <laughs> I love that song so much. God, I truly think they're like the most magical like songwriters yeah. um, that have just ever existed. Yeah. One um, of the best things to listen to on a rainy day. Yeah. With Simon and Garfunkel on, and it just feels so right. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to remember if it's 1969 or, so yeah, Live from New York City, 1967. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. Those are, my, those are my first thoughts. Nice. For me, there's different kind of periods in life um, that I wrote. I wrote albums in that Facebook post. The first one that's like the most intense one that I feel like is the reason I thought about this is John Mayer's Room for Squares. Mm. It was either his first album or his like big breakout album at least, if not mm-hmm. his very first album. It's one that has like Why Georgia Why, Your oh, Body's yeah. a Wonderland. Oh, yeah. And literally from the very beginning of the first song, the, like the guitar, room, Welcome to the River, she said to me. You know it, it, it transports me yeah. to like summer... I think it came out in like 01. So like summer 01, 02. Yeah. Being out at my parents' house in Long Island, summer camp. I I can't not hear it like that that whole, whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Write it out in black and I mm-hmm. never let a dream of a prom king. Yeah. Just immediately I'm transported like summer of like when, when, when I was 12 and 13 years old. You know, it's, and it's the most amazing nostalgia. It's so funny that you say that because another album that like deeply does that for me is John Mayer's Battle Studies. Wow. <laughs> Battle Studies, it was like 2013, I think like late okay. 20, no, what no, was no, on late, that? late 2009. I was in, it was senior in high school. Was that before or after Continuum? I never really. Oh, it was after. Okay, I'm not a big John Mayer head, but I think Continuum was the last one that I like knew about. Um, it, I don't think it did very well. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Like he, he tried to go country for it? No, it was like right before his country album. Um, I don't know if he would like even know any big songs on it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But Room for Squares is so wonderful. Oh, he has so that song, wonder- oh, yeah. who, uh, who Says You Can't Go Home. I don't know. See, I I don't think that that it was like a big radio hit. But in that same way, I I listened to that song. I listened to that album, I Shit You Not, every morning on my way to school my senior year. I love it. Every morning. And I know every word and I know every song that comes in every order. Yeah. And it was just, I was going through a lot of boy stuff at the time. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but anybody, it's funny. Anybody, anybody you want to call, <laughs> call out right yeah. now? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's so funny. We have a John Mayer it, yeah, um, but, uh, connection. It makes me, it just, it's, it, I, I just, sent, I feel like the, like the late summer warmth sitting out on the mm-hmm. deck. Just like everything about that is so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I think of my sister and when she was in high school, like all of it. It's just like it's such a that's the biggest one for me that I can't hear. And it's like the happiest yeah. like childhood. It just makes me feel so happy. Another mm-hmm. one 
which is a college one, is Mika, Life in Cartoon Motion. That has Grace Kelly and Stuck in the Middle. That was like 07 or 08. So that's like very, like my freshman year college yeah. Vanderbilt theater parties. Yeah. Like, you know, you know that song, Grace Kelly, you know? I can be happy, I can be peppy, I can be everything you like. I can be mean, I can be mean, I can be everything more. Why don't you like me? Whatever. I'm just going to stop you. The whole thing. It's amazing. That really makes me think of like early college, starting to find theater there, going to like my first few parties, people dancing and, you know, standing on couches and like just being like the most amazing environment that those parties were and like feeling like, oh, I have a place here. Yeah. That's so, great. like, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I'm missing of, like, late high school is um, Vampire Weekend's first album. Cool. They're still that one. Like, Oxford, comma, Cape Cod, Qua- Cape Cod, Quasa, Quasa. I hear that song, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm 18 again. Yeah. Wow-y. In a good way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? You just, I mean, yeah. The Certain things is just, like, having, like, a part of time or a place that they kind of like lock into. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 very true. I yeah. Hmm. Wowie. <laughs> but I like I like nostalgia. I like like re- remembering things like that, and it's fun to yeah to go no, back down memory lane. It is. It is. I just you know yeah yeah. For me, I'm like oh that's fun, and then I'm like oh god, I start like I start to wallow in it, and I have to like pick myself back up. <laughs> especially if it's something that's like especially like our theater days or something like that. I'm like. Oh man, like how fun! Like I just didn't know how fun I was, how much fun yeah. I was having. You know, like, no, I totally how get great that. that was. Like, oh man, well back to my normal. No, life. I know. I really, <laughs> I can definitely, I can see the doors. Of one door is, I wish I can go back in time. I want to relive the glory days. Like I want to, re- <laughs> oh, yeah. and then I'm like, don't go down that door. That that yeah. is not a helpful door. And then I try and just turn it to gratitude. I'm just like, yeah. I'm so happy that I have these happy memories. Yeah, yeah. And I don't look back at college and be like, oh, what a shit show. And like, yeah, that's know. for sure. That I have a really happy, like I have all, all these things to kind of tap into. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Or like the the reminiscing quickly turns to me like remembering, you know, something like extremely embarrassing that I did at like yeah. some party like literally <laughs> 10 oh, years ago. I would take my shirt off at a lot of theater parties. <laughs> there were just a lot that of would, mistakes like, be that my occurred. Move. <laughs> and like, I like, it was a part of my brand at theater parties that like I was like yeah. open about. I was like, yep. Guess what, guys? It's time. I'm taking my yeah. shirt off. And, yeah. like, I yeah. don't have a particularly, like, I'm not, like, whatever. But, like, I'm not, like, oh, guys, sure. everyone's waiting for me to take my shirt off. <laughs> I was just, like, here it goes. <laughs> a lot of people this had isn't some a magic brand mic like scenario. That. Like, I'm not, like, I was, like, woo, all right. The, a lot of people had a brand like that. Like, you, like, I knew whenever, like, one friend was starting to get real mad in the corner, he was too drunk and needed to go home. Or I knew if, like, Whoa. one friend, like, was starting to make out with a lot of different people, it's, like, time for her to, like, have a seat. Oh, my or, God. Or, you know what I mean? It was, like, people who just, like, had their moments where it was, like, okay, we're getting to that point of the party. I see. Ugh. Yeah, I spent a couple years sober at uh, at um, at college and really? going to those parties, and so you just do a lot of like watching really? people. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was on medication. I couldn't oh, drink. Oh wow! On. Yeah, so I spent. I bet that must have been. I spent wild. Uh, one of my my second beer Olympics. I was sober. Wow. Uh, I was a sponsor and just that sort must of like have been back. wild. It was, it's odd. And then you become the babysitter and then you just get mad. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like resenting everybody right, else. Right. Because you're like, all right, come here, buddy. Like, I'm bringing another like, friend. Who are like, these to like, toddlers who are like, someone's <laughs> I crying? I know. We, we were the, uh, a place we love here in Nashville called East Nashville Beer Works does, they're super, super kid friendly. I go a lot with my daughter. 
and um, they have a New Year's Eve party called Noon Year's Eve. At noon, they have a ba- kids band, a ball drop at, no- at noon. It's for, meant for families. And we went one year with our daughter, who's a baby then, so we went with her at like 1230, whatever, we were wearing her. And they, like, right around that time was when everyone's nap time is. Yeah. So everyone's, like, screaming and crying, oh. and, like, people are melting down. And we're like, oh, this is, like, the bar at 3 a.m. Yes. Everyone's crying. Everyone someone's, like, puking. Like, someone. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> time to go home. <laughs> Closing time. Exactly. Time in the right hand, but you can't Chris sort of sounded like a... Paul McCartney or something there. Oh, really? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Paul McCartney. (laughs) That's my Liverpool accent. Liverpool. I am just not really, but I did like very little. Besides watching the show, um, I didn't. You watched it like 10 minutes ago. I watched it 10 minutes ago and I did nothing else. Like I didn't, I don't have a Rolodex. Well, you gotta, bitch, you gotta get up on this. But Um, speaking of the episode, welcome back to the Ethical Butcher. You went low for a second, and I, tried, and I tried to follow you. Yeah, yeah, don't follow. We don't gotta, fo- we gotta harmonize. You. When I go low, you go high. Okay, okay, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome, uh, welcome. Sorry, but not sorry, but thank you for your graciousness. Yes, for, that oh, we're a day late. A day late, and a dollar that. short. A day late and a dollar short. As usual. Yes, yeah, so we, we we got to record a few days ago, and then neither of us were feeling well. True. And that's it. And now we're feeling better. And now we're feeling better, and it's so good to feel good. Oh, it's good to feel good. It's good to be here with you, my friend. Yeah, same with you. I was looking forward to this all day. I will say, our evening re- recordings, which is this one is after work. There's yeah. both like the oh after work, yeah. but I also like I really look forward to it. Yes. Like I have a thing like oh I get to record Melina after this. All right, fun. Oh, that's <laughs> you hear that, guys? I know, and I'm you know it's all good. I I, I can't say I'm, I've been excited, but I'm happy to be here with you, and I feel good. Whereas some days where we record, I'm like really not feeling it. I feel like I have to really rally myself, but at least right now I feel I feel good. Yeah. Okie dokie. So, season three. We're here in season three still. Episode four, or the the forked act of this movie. I read an article, actually, about episode five. They're doing next. She's reading articles about thing. And mm-hmm. basically, it was like, season three is like a movie. The whole thing mm-hmm. so far, it, it's like one movie, mm-hmm. which makes, which like made me like, exactly. That, 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 that's why we've been so uneven about how to rate mm-hmm. these episodes. Mm-hmm. It totally gone from the monster of the week, which we talked yeah. about. And it's like one long story. Yeah. This is like a, like a, like a big movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree so, with that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's kind of what it, this whole thing it's has felt like. It's different. It's taken some recalibration. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. So, Apertivo, which is? Yes, yes. Oh, I was just making this last night. <laughs> oh, you were? Um, oh, you were? Yes. It's whenever you make some pork, but then you just scrape the grizzled stuff off the <laughs> pan. And you put a little salt and pepper on it and toss that in your old pie hole. <laughs> That's good improv right there. Not, yeah. Not, nice work. Thank you. I mean, honestly, that might be part of it because aperitivo, it's actually, it's funny. It's very similar to aperitif, you know, mm. the, the first episode in a way. But in, but in Italy, what I did in my extensive research, guys, mm. is that it's it's not limited to just kind of a drink. It, an aperitif in like mm. French course is pretty much a little drink, something to kind of get your get, 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 get your body ready, yeah. get, get you ready. Yeah. This has that, like April spritz is one yes. of the things. Which, do you watch Great British Bake Off? Yes. 
the guy did a one yes, cake, but they couldn't week. say April Oil. I know, they had to black it out. They it's were an like, Italian spritz at for tea. And I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah Campari didn't get permission is. for this. No, absolutely not. Not a sponsor. No. So that was very funny. Yes. Um, and so it's that, but it's more so, the more the one I read, it's kind of like happy hour. Like aperitivo oh, okay. means this drink before dinner, but also kind of like some nauseous, like little things, like okay. little things. Okay. It's more like happy hour. It can be meant to men like that. Like we're going to have a drink yeah. and a little snack, like yeah. before dinner, like five o'clock, six o'clock, like yeah. around that. Okay. Which I guess this kind of works for. It's, you know. Yeah. The grizzled pork rinds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You'd have that during a happy hour. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rolodex? Rolodex. Roll-o-dex. I feel like it has O-dex. been another weird... It always is. Weird it's never week. not going to be. Very weird week. Um, do you have someone? I do. Okay, hit me with it. I'm going to do the, the members of, of the House of Representatives, the Republicans who stormed mm. this meeting at a complete stunt... <laughs> These motherfuckers, it's the most insane uh, shit, right? So, like, people who aren't a member of the committee are like, we want to see what's going on. They're, like, storming these classified meetings, like, causing this big fucking scene just as a way to somehow disrupt this procedure from happening. Totally, total bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Crying foul of, like, un- being was, unfair. It was the members who weren't a part of the committee and people who could have legitimately gone to the meeting. It was, like, of those people, yeah. too, were mixed in. Like, hey, let us in. Everyone's like, no, you can No, it's total in, in bad sir. faith. Complete in bad faith. Totally transparently just bullshit. Yeah, well, it's just all... Looking for the soundbite on Fox News. Yeah, well, and it's just also that they can go, oh, hey, look, Mr. Trump, I, I tried real exactly. hard to defend your honor. Look what I did. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're right. That was really funny uh, to watch. Um, you know, it was actually funny was when he got booed at the World Series last. Yes, right. Two I know. Ago. I was like, how can I turn that? <laughs> Just Donald Trump in general. Yes, when he got booed. And they started chanting, "Lock him up." Lock him that up. was fucking great. Yes, and someone was like, "Oh, you shouldn't boo at." What are they? they were like, oh, you shouldn't boo at sporting events in general. Like, even if Fuck it's that. The I'm a New Yorker. Fuck yeah, we boo. No, yeah, you're getting booed. <laughs> People were booing our football team the other week. Good. I was like, good. They were sucked. We were losing to a terrible team. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for them, but like, boo. Yeah, sorry. We're pissed. <sighs> no, no, no. Um, hmm. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's been a real wild and, and wacky week. Um, oh, you know, I'm going to put, I saw, uh, uh, do you follow, you're not on Twitter, really? No, except okay. for this account. Except for this. There's okay. occasional moments when, like, I almost like something, and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is the, this is the Witcher's account, and not oh, my okay. account. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm there, too. Um, okay, so there's this comedy writer named um, Ashley Feinberg. Okay. Be careful with that. I'm going to. Okay. But I really want it. So you're okay. talking about Ashley Feinberg while I'm eating a dark chocolate Kit Kat. Okay. All right. I'll just I'll just get closer to the mic so maybe you don't hear Jack chewing on this goddamn Kit Kat. Um, there's this comedy writer named Ashley Feinberg, and she writes for Slate. And um, she posted a, like, she posted a video of what I think is, like, a Snapchat account Again, I'm not really on Snapchat, but I'm unfamiliar. Okay. And she was like, look at the rights attempt at pop culture news. And it was like (laughs) this millennial girl. And she was like, 
hey y'all I mean she's like this cute little like what you'd see on probably like BuzzFeed video or something like that and she was like hey y'all like welcome to politics oh god where we're gonna talk pop culture except none of that leftist propaganda what (laughs) and it was all about like she was like oh we'll talk about like what costumes celebrities were wearing for Halloween this year plus like watch this young man like stand up for Donald Trump at YG's concert what the fuck who's YG He's a rapper. He's okay. a rapper. He's a rapper who has a fame, a very famous song, probably his best known song called "Fuck Donald Trump." Great. Uh, and the the chorus goes, uh, uh, "Fuck Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump." That that's hardcore lyricism right there. Yeah, but you know it's effective. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got how much dollar cost, and then we have right, "Fuck Donald Trump." Right. <laughs> right. And, but I was like. Oh, it just, it's like watching, it's like trying to watch like a, a conservative comedian or something oh, like that. Oh, it's the worst. Like, it's the worst stuff. Yeah. It, and, and it makes you cringe and you're like, like how d- much d- is she Pettis getting Miller paid? and all that shit, like, yeah. Like, honey, do you need help? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, it, what no, is no. going on here? So I was like, all right, this makes me so deeply uncomfortable. And this like tweak, like it's, it's a like right wing propaganda in a way, like, pointed towards millennials made me deeply uncomfortable so I'm putting it in my own personal Rolodex yeah um, because I that's hated that's every single that's, that's moment that's so wild so yeah find Ashley Feinberg on Twitter and look yeah. at that video because we'll um, do. it's Banoonies we'll do I have to add one more person now we're talking about buddy's baseball it got me thinking about it so mm-hmm. I don't know if, if, if you followed this at all but so the Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals are in the World Series we're recording tonight. Mm. Hopefully the Nationals win and force a Game 7, but we'll see. Mm. Um, even though, actually, I like a lot of the Houston Astros, including George Springer, who stutters. Woohoo! But their front office is a, full of a bunch of dicks. So mm. after they beat the Yankees, my team, um, in the ALCS, they so they have a closer named Roberto Osuna, who was, origi- who was penalized and suspended for 75 games for domestic violence. He was suspended for 75 games. They signed him really cynically on the cheap during his suspension, and he's now pitching for them. So, after the game, one of their associate GMs or front office guys really aggressively yelled at three female sports reporters, I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna, huh? Yeah, I am. And immediately, this female reporter, whose name I'm blanking on right now, from Sports Illustrated, wrote this up. Yeah. Article saying he did this, super aggressive, blah, blah, blah. Then, the Astros decided to go full Trump on her and release a statement Basically, being crying fake news. They say, again, Sports Illustrated looking completely fabricated story. Another example of this reporter trying to make something up that was nothing at all. He was excited about his team. Blah, blah. Total, total gaslighting. Right. Immediately, sports, tons of other sports writers who were there corroborated it. Okay. Instantaneously, it was proven right. like, oh no, right. the Astros are full of shit. Right. They then issued this kind of fake apology about what might have happened and people who might have been hurt. Like, not, you know, not apologizing for it ever. Like, textbook of how to not do this. Yes, right. Then they ended up firing the guy because people were like, no, this is actually what happened. But, like, the whole situation was just like this hilarious, like, and cringeworthy situation of this one fuckhead being a fuckhead, someone someone reporting it in front of a bunch of reporters, them trying to go full, like, this never happened, like, fake fake news. Yeah. Getting totally called out for it. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck all of that. God, like, <laughs> isn't that just, like, so indicative of, like, how we understand information, like, this day and age? Yeah. It's so annoying. Or, like, how like, people What did they think they were to going to get, like... Facts? I don't know. They were t- totally trying to discredit her. Yeah. And make her, you know, yeah. Seem crazy. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 
So, fuck that. <laughs> you know, doing this segment reminds me of a random thought that I had earlier this week. Because I Great. thought, you know, it's always weird that we... It isn't always weird. But sometimes it's weird that we start this segment with... Or we start our episode with an intro. And we talk about the Rolodex, which is usually like some like terrible human being. Yeah. And then we launch into discussing the show. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, you know what a fan... <laughs> A way to sort of cleanse the palate between that and starting the show uh-huh. would be a segment called like this like tasty morsel of the week. Well, we where had, like okay. you, you I know we talked about another segment, but this segment would be like where we just talk about like the best part of like the last two weeks. Like since we've Ooh, seen each other, that. like what's the best okay. thing that's happened? I'm into that. But so because <laughs> I was like Tasty maybe. Morsel of the Week. I love that. <laughs> we had like a to- Hood Hannibal toast. And we did oh, yeah. Greta Thunberg, who's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Who's, yeah. Who continues to be amazing. And uh, we have a, a Greta, Greta Thunberg uh, moment in this episode. Do we? Am I a dum-dum? Oh, no, what no. have I forgotten? No, we'll get there. No, okay, great. Can... I'm excited. Oh, and we do. Got it. I know what you're talking about now. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when is there a 16-year-old Swedish girl in this episode? <laughs> God, I wish. When is climate I change mentioned wish. in this episode? No, no, yeah, yeah I get you. We thought about that during that segment, and then we thought about doing another segment where we would find bad reviews of this episode and talk yeah. about how um, they're wrong. Oh, yeah. And about how great the episode actually was or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Who would Hannibal toast this week? But but anyway, that was just another thought that I had. Yeah. Even though we're so close to almost being done with this whole show. I know. Y'all. It's so sad. We're about to get into the second part of season six, the like Wrath of the Lamb and all of that, yeah. that stuff. Isn't I, that I, weird I'm that very excited. We still have all of that to come. Very excited. Yeah. We have... This is episode four. We have nine more after this, and it's gonna it's gonna keep getting getting it's wilder. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be May. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. All right. No housekeeping shit eating that I know of. Uh, no, I did tell people that I would live tweet the week before or something like that, like like the second episode. You fucked um, up. And I and I fucked up. I was so goddamn tired, and uh, dinner called. So yeah. But I hope to jump back on it in it's the every coming Thursday, week. It, seems. it is so, every yeah. Thursday. This past Thursday, though, was Potage, which uh, I loathe. My, so. The greatest episode in the history of the show. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to do that, but best of wishes to all. Let's dive in into it again, man. <laughs> let's do let's it. Gonna, let's really let's like, live fisk it. <laughs> let's really revisit it. There was an, before we get going, because this is, this is relative to our entire show, oh. is I'm a big fan of these reviews, these videos on YouTube that have been around for years that kind of make fun and bit by bit of the Star Wars prequels. They're called like the Plinket mm, Reviews on yeah. Red Letter Media. There's like an intense like side plot where like the guy who's reviewing them is like an insane murderer. But like oh. he just picks apart in detail how horrible all the Star Wars prequels are. They're very funny to me. But someone made a hilarious comment about that that like was like really cutting even though I still love it. He goes, this, this, these like hour and a half long videos have convinced an entire generation that like needlessly nitpicking every detail is the same as as like yeah. the thoughtful analysis. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like that's so mm-hmm. true that that's like I'll watch a movie instead of be like, oh this theme is so I'm like, okay, how did he get from yeah. there to there? How did like oh the time jump He must have been really cold with no jacket. This doesn't make any sense. Fuck this movie. Fuck this like, movie. I cannot no longer suspend my disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whatever. Oh, no, yeah. No, that's so but true. it's fun to nitpick. It is fun to nitpick, but I, I now have to actively be like, just enjoy this yes. show, Molly. You know, you're like, just yeah. enjoy this dumb yeah. TV show or yeah. whatever. There are logic issues, and this really doesn't have that many. Like, 
we, we can find them for like jokes' sake and for you oh, know yeah. for finding things like jokingly. Yeah, there are obviously shitty shows and shitty movies that have logic issues that you're like this doesn't add up. Right, right. Then there's like ones where you're like, well, I'm now searching for something to right. pick about. Exactly. All right, so let's get in. It starts with Chilto Bullet Slow Mo. Um. Listen, he looks amazeballs for having getting, gotten his intestines ripped out and then put back in and then shot directly yeah. in the face. This is, I'm going to give Chilton a lot of due. Like, we've called him a bitch, and he is a little bitch. He's a little bitch. And He's yet, a bitch. He, this shows an amazing amount of resilience, or he has nothing else going on in his life. Which oh, I feel no. like is that I think he because is fueled by just revenge, and he has nothing else going on. I would be like, fuck it. I'm going to go beach. I'm going to leave yes. the hotel hospital. I'd be like, I'm invincible. I'm going to Mount Everest. <laughs> you that, know? or just like, listen, I'm lucky to be alive. I was shot yeah. in the fucking head. Yeah. In yeah. the cheeks of the skull, yeah. I was gutted. Yeah, I'm I'm By done, guys. Man. Right, I'm outie. I'm outie. Yeah, good, I'm going to Florida. Luck. I'm I'm done. Right. Fuck everything. Send me a postcard. No, no, really? no. He's like, knock, knock, knock. Do you want to help me catch Hannibal? Knock, yeah, knock, knock. Really? Do you want to like? This guy is fucking hustling. <gasps> he's a hustler. He's like pushing his multi-level marketing. He speed. is, and he's like, I gotta have him in my hospital, and I'm like, why do you care? Why do you? Why, why go, are you still go here? Go home. <laughs> I want to get into bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I mean, that, so I guess I, like, respect yeah. Chilton for that, but I'm also, yeah. like, that's not what I would do. No, it's exhausting. No, that's not at all. After the first part, getting good, I'd be like, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. No, but he is so, I think, fueled by revenge, both, like, professional revenge and, like, now personal revenge, that he's like, I'm on a mission for life. And I also love, he's like, I can't afford to. Like, I get my paycheck from the Mobile State Hospital, and yeah. yet, with my little Ferrari car, my, yeah. all my, my nice, like, antique wooden things, yeah. I'm like... Like ten, like I'm like six figures in debt. You know what? You he's know, like the he's like Matt Walsh from Veep. He's like yeah, super yeah, deep in credit super card debt. Super in debt. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know he just needs to sell that giant magnifying glass that he has. I think that'll no, cover he, it. No, he doesn't because he needs to read his books with a magnifying <laughs> glass. Um, okay, but okay, so he he shows up and he's talking. No, 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 wait. But, but, but yes, he's talking to yes. Mason Verger. We see like the gr- gross like. Like the nasty, like like the jaw shot of like rupturing, well, which is disgusting. Yes, well, that's and yeah, that was repulsive. Um, I'm surprised like his whole just face wasn't exploded, and then it yes. was just like a hole, a hole in his cheek. Yes, that makes no like, sense. Lost some teeth and his eyes blurry. First, second of all, I would keep that blurry eye. How intimidating is that to have one oh, really? foggy eye? No, he's so vain. <sighs> you're so vain. You're so. Probably think Chilto is about. <laughs> I would love to have one to look like fucking Mess Mickelson in um, Casino, Casino Royale. Royale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, would you want to cry blood too? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no other way. Nothing sinister about that. Okay, and then my my other question about the scene is: I understand that Mason had a very traumatic facial injury. Must he be bedridden? Wait, what else happened? He's not about? bedridden. He, well, he got, like, he's in a chair and he's bedridden essentially. Well, he's in a wheelchair also later. Yeah. Um, Is something did something happen to his legs? Too? Something okay. He was tripping balls. He was pulling off his face. Yeah. And then something else happened. I, either he got shot. He got tossed somewhere. Okay. Something happened. I was like, wait. I thought it was just his face. I'm, Why is I'm he now stuck in can, bed? Can we Google this? Because I we need to know. I know he was <laughs> ripping up his face. Something what else happened. Was, was happening. Either he got hit by a car or got something. Something happened to him elsewhere. Uh, otherwise. Um, I also really want to see if which one of us can do a best Mason Verger voice. You know it's gonna be you. you I don't know if it's gonna crap. be me. <laughs> you might crush it. You got talent. 
Um, I love how he's like, why you're wearing makeup. Oh, sorry, I already did it already. Just like, ugh. Um, maybe the dogs fucked him up? Because didn't dogs... Something about dogs? Well, he was like feeding himself to, 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 oh. to, to the dogs. Oh, right, right. Okay, this is not helping me any. I truly can't... Oh, why is Mason Furter in a wheelchair? Um, One thing I'm going to say is that like... They definitely didn't have, like, the makeup or something to show uh, uh, Chilto's droopy-ass face. Because, like, the lighting in this scene, he takes his, like, jaw thing off, takes the makeup off. Which, by the way, if that's how quickly it take it takes to pull off that much, like, foundation. He didn't have much makeup on already. Oh, he needed, like, yeah. some cold cream or something. There, um, but that whole face was, like, in shadow the entire time. So you couldn't really tell how droopy it was. Yeah. Because they didn't light it enough. Um, I guess, like, that's the point. I don't know. So... Melina's currently reading about what happened to Mason. I think this was in the book. I don't think that we... Oh, no. Maybe it did happen in the show. I'm literally having such a gap. But this website says that it had some sort of autoerotic asphyxiation... What? um, ...connection. And that there was, like, a noose around his neck. And then, like, the noose broke his neck. Wow. I don't remember any of that. And um, I don't care to investigate it any further. I don't know. Um, He's in that wheelchair is what we know. Yeah. Um, People, listeners, remind us. I know he was ripping his face off, laughing his ass off on Hilton and Jens. I I loved that scene. It was awesome. Okay, Um, so so great. That that answers that for me. Um, Yeah. And then I love this line Mason said, I want to understand Hannibal Lecter to better understand myself. I was like, yeah, that should be the subtitle of this show. The show, Like, everybody is on that mission, sir. Yep. (sighs) Ugh. Do you want to do his voice? Yeah, give me a... I guess I can just say that line. You show me... Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, the you, you show me... You show me, me yours, I'll show you mine. Which is, by the way, an add a bitch line. We might as well just add the bitch to it now. <laughs> I don't know... Wait, you do it first, because I can't even hear well, his, his voice. you in my... show me yours, and I'll show you mine. <laughs> it's like... like it's yeah. like It's got, like, a little bit of Hemi Stewart in there. Like, Clarence! I want this Mason Virginia to do like a shot for shot remake of this with his voice on um, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> wow, Clarence. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to try because that was, <laughs> that was uh, flawless, I think. Killing it. I feel like Mason's right here in the room with me. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. I was like, did it get worse? He sounds like it's, more like a cartoon villain. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he just feels like such an outlier in this world. Speaking of outliers, there's a there's a lot of weird hospital rooms in this episode. Yeah. So the next scene, happy hunting, um, I guess because Chilto, like, so Mason has a $2 million bounty on Hannibal's head. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. He wants to, he wants him alive. Sure. Because he wants to, he like, to fucking torture him. him. He wants to play with him. <clears throat> so we know that happy hunting. Chilton's like, I guess happy hunting because Chilton kind of wants him too before his hospital. Yes. Got it. So they're both after Hannibal. Yeah. Then it cuts to this fucking slice shot of him slicing open Will. Again. Which was, that was, that, the angle made it look like he like cut him open all the way. There was an angle of that oh, shot that made it, it was, look like. The shot was from inside of yes, his abdomen. That was so, crazy. Right, it did look like he was cut just like. In half. Through and through. <laughs> in half. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I was like, oh, we're inside his stomach looking Got at it. the creepy. And then I wrote, what is this room? Mm, like oh, the, I know we the have hospital this, room. His hospital room. We have the same hospital room where, you know, when he when 
Yeah, he has the Abigail dream, which happens there. But, like, these rooms are wild. And the room that Mason has his surgery in is the craziest room also later in the show. Well, right. Um, well, I guess, like, the assumption is, like, they can be crazy because we're seeing this from Will's point of view. And he's, like, you know, all knocked up on narcotics and is probably not seeing things clearly. Got it. So, it's like, just, like, maybe. this big-ass hospital room yeah. by himself. Yeah. Who's paying Who's foot the in FBI, the FBI. Listen, I have another who's foot in the bill question later on as oh, well. Oh, uh, that's going to be who's who's paying? <laughs> who's paying for this? <laughs> what accountant? Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So I guess Chilton was the one that showed up. Chilton like, was the, the Abbey ghost that was Lee Chilton. Right. Because it's the exact same lines. Right. It would, They said it was surgical. He knew how to do it, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I loved this back and forth when Chilton says, you had encephalitis. I don't know what my excuse was. And Will says, compulsive imitation. And Chilton says, how dull. <laughs> <laughs> like, even he's bored with himself. He's like, oh, oh that's boring. He's like, really? That was, oh, God, oh, how God. tedious. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh goodness. Um, I wrote, let me catch the Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Yes. Got to catch them all. That's that's what I should have been for Halloween, so that I could just be like chasing after you in your like plastic murder suit. Yeah, with like an, an Ash Ketchum hat on, or like yes. a Team Rock Team Rocket or whatever. There, Rocket. No, yeah, Team Rocket. Yeah. Um, Chilton also says during this interaction, um, something something he framed and maimed us, and I was like, ooh, framed and maimed. Framed and maimed is like a good like album name. Or it's something that so there's a. Former great Nick, uh, Clyde Frazier, who does the calls of, for all the New York Knicks NBA games in New yeah. York. He always wears these insane, like, 70s, like, leopard print suits. And he's, like, wheeling and dealing. This point guard is sliding and gliding. And I'm, like, he's framing and maiming. <laughs> yeah. I can think of it. It's, like, Clyde Frazier. Like, yeah. Man, yeah, Anthony Houston is gliding and sliding today on the court. Like, he does all these <laughs> things all the time. Yeah. I just love framing and maiming. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then he throws out, I had to look up what this quote was because I loved this quote. The optimist believes we live in the best of all possible worlds. And the pessimist believes this is true. Yeah. I love that too. Yeah. I love that too. Which um, is from James Branch Cabell, who's a like a satirical fantasy writer, apparently. Oh. From the early 20th century. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Uh, but I was like, ooh, deep. <laughs> deep. Deep. Um... <clears throat> Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, but but so Chilton's basically like that's that's his first like knock knock. Want to help me catch Hannibal? Yeah. And Will's basically like, nah, bruh, Like best best of luck. Um, which is a lie. Which is a lie. Well, he doesn't want a partner. No, because he doesn't know really what he wants. No, no. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I'm not trying to just like put Hannibal in a. Or right, he's like, I don't know what I want, but I'm not gonna try to figure it out with you. So. Yeah. Adios. Also, because you're Chilton. You're fucking... Also, right. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Like, good luck if you try trying to do it. Yeah, right. I'm like, he's Guess like, what, bitch? I found him. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, could be like, he's in Sicily, but I'm not going to tell but you I'm that. But I'm not going to tell you. Right. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't either. I'd he's be in like, Italy. Yeah, I don't know bitch. where he is. <laughs> um, okay, so this is like the beginning of... Um, where there's like several flashbacks in this episode. And it's like there's a flashback yeah. and then we are like introduced to like another person's point of view yes. of this story. So this is like, so the first flashback was Will getting his stomach ripped open and then we see things from Will's point of view. Yeah. Then there's this flashback and I guess this is Jack's point of view because Jack is speaking with Will. Yes, yeah, it's Jack. Or so it's, it's like so another... It's, it's the, it's the, um, 
It's the Hanny and Jack at the dinner, and is this when like he and Will, like Will and Hanny, both like stab, kill Jack? Kind of yes. like what could have possibly happened? Yeah, Will happen? grabs him and like Hanny slices his throat. Yeah, right. What could have happened? Um, but really, it's like Jack shows up at Will's garage and Will's tinkering with Was something. welding. Yeah, spark. I, I, I heard sparks fly. <laughs> they truly did because this, what Will says, like truly touched my cold, cold heart. What did he say? Uh-oh. Did this elicit feelings in you? This elicited feelings Uh-oh, and I'm sorry. I immediately shut them down. Good. Okay, good. Um, Will says... We wouldn't want that. Will says, I told him to leave because I wanted him to run. And Jack says, why? And Will says, after much pause yeah. and a slight whisper, because he was my friend and because I wanted to run away with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote my friend's class. Then I wrote a heart emoji. <laughs> and then I wrote, people are so honest in this shit. Uh-huh. Which is the crazy, like, people are so honest, like, throughout this show, people, like, will just say things like, I was curious what would happen, or blah, blah, and I'm like, wow, I would never have fucking said that. I would have been like, I, I call, uh, I, I, I would have admitted, I, I would never have admitted I called him. And he's like, yeah, yeah I called him, Jack. What? I, I definitely, I feel like. <laughs> Jack's after... like, I got attacked and almost murdered. Yeah. Because you warned him, and was like, yeah, I did that, sorry. I think especially <laughs> after, like, halfway through season two, whenever, like, a lot of people just, like, figured out other people's secrets, people were just like. Yeah, fuck it. Like, uh, yeah, I killed that guy. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of honesty starts coming out. But yeah, he's like, because he was my friend. I was like, <laughs> my heart. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Um, I wrote, but he was when he was welding, I wrote, what's he making? What's he making? And then, like, the boat is a sweet boat. It's a beautiful boat. Listen, I we'll talk about that in a hot minute. I'm a sailor. I'll talk sailing all day long. Oh, oh. I used to teach sailing. Uh huh. <laughs> Tell me more. things I don't know how to about... sail on a big boat like that, though. <laughs> Tell me more. It's things all about, about your luxurious lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to sail a boat like. Well, I. I know how to sail a boat like that. The, what makes big boats like that difficult is how they're rigged, oh, not how I to sail. Oh, I didn't ask. Them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I just, sorry. I had a reverie for a second. Oh, okay. I went into a reverie. Sorry. I'm back. Okay, welcome back. Okay, I'm back. Ooh. I'm off the beach. How long was I out for? Oh, a good 20 minutes. Oh, good, great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I hope you learned some things. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then we have, a, yeah, so this episode is like, okay. So the first four, three episodes were like, Let's recap how everyone survived the ordeal, and now here we are, right? Hannibal got away, yes. so then Will got away, and then blah, blah, blah. This episode's like, everybody else. Chilton, else. Jack, Alana. Alana. Like, right. Let's blah, blah, remember blah. everyone got away. Well, and it reminded me of... <laughs> and now we're set. It reminded me of the season two episode in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina when that, oh. with that tarot card reader. That episode was amazing. That episode's amazing. And that's what kicks the show out to become transcendently wonderful. The first yes. few episodes were like, okay, I don't know about this show yet. Yeah. I'm worried it's kind of slowing down. And then it was like, nope. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, this is just a carousel of characters. Mm-hmm. Like, flashback, who's next? What it have you been great. up to? It was great. I loved that episode. But yeah, but yeah, that's what this feels like to me. It's like, oh, flashback Alana. All right, what's Alana doing? Oh, Unfortunately, flashback. well, hopefully this then ends up with Will singing Masquerade by from a family <laughs> opera so. to Satan. In a sparkly gown, yeah. Fuck, I, I, I couldn't handle myself when I saw that scene. <laughs> Guys, listeners, if y'all aren't watching The Chilling Metro Sabrina, what the fuck are you even doing? What are doing? you doing? Season two gets crazy. <clears throat> I'm rewatching it right now, actually. You are? Yeah. I, I kind of want to. Yeah, you should. Um, Worth it. It's good spooky season watching. It is. That that That's true. Yeah. I just watched the Lupercalia episode. Oh, you just want to... You got to get Perry to wear like a wolf coast and like chase you <laughs> through the fucking woods. <laughs> 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 
just, I love that show so much. Um, okay, so this is the weird, like, hospital scene, right? This is flashback. Yeah, she's in tr- yes, and then her the crazy-ass room she's in. Which I was like, okay, is this, and listeners, tell me if you spotted this or if I'm, like, spotting the wrong, um, the wrong, like, source. But I was like, this shot of Alana and this tweak and those tweak bandages, She's like in traction, and like and like strapped up on this table in this weird room, reminds me of the movie Prometheus. Oh, you ever watch Prometheus? I haven't. It reminds that's me like of the prequel the, to Alien, right? Yes, it's in that same universe. Yes, and there's like a scene which like the main character is wearing like nearly the exact same like series of bandages that she is in, and she's like strapped in on this like operating table because she's like ripping out the alien out of her stomach. Wow. Spoiler, not alert. Wow, um, wow, you really, like, wow, really ruined Prometheus. It was like, is this a Prometheus like like shout out or something? That would be amazing. Uh, it's very interesting, but uh, let me know if, if I'm wrong or if it's actually like shouting out something else or shouting out nothing I wrote, at all. What is her room? It was like just a room with like that bed in it with that weird beeping sound. Weird, and the around. walls were crazy, if yeah. I remember correctly. It was the strangest. Was like, where is she? Where are we? Are we on like the Enterprise? Yes, or I, was like, I think we're on a spaceship. Which, by the way, I would love if that's like a secret canon of this show, that there's spaceships. Ooh, space Hannibal. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Wait a second. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. This is the same universe as Battlestar Galactica oh, and okay. Frack. Um, yeah, so yeah. I also thought that like the CGI of like she's falling and it's like, and it's yeah. like CGI skeleton was kind of shitty. It kind of looked kind of shitty. It was kind of hokey to me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I expected more, but... Whatever, it is what it is. It reminds me of when the guy gets electrocuted in Home Alone and, like, you see a skeleton for yeah. a second. <laughs> That's, like, very Scooby-Doo. <laughs> which, by the way, like, I love there's, like, videos on YouTube of, like, how every at every point in which the wet burglars would have died. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, he was really out to murder these men. He, like, burned their hands off. Like, yeah. fell on a broken glass, like... Yes. Electrocuted yes. themselves. So much trunt force, like blood force trauma to the head. Like <laughs> God damn you, Macaulay. Um what was I gonna say about this? Oh, the way Chilton says hallelujah in this in this scene. Well, I don't know it? if you remember, but he's like standing at the foot of her bed so that he that like tweak arch thing that's yes. around her is like right sort of under his head. And she says something like she says something per, like seemingly profound, like, oh, this experience has changed me. And he sort of looks down at her and he goes, well, hallelujah, or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I need that in a GIF. I need that to be the GIF that we choose whenever we tweet this episode out. Why did he say put some English on the ball? What made him say that? I wrote English that. He said so some English ball. on the ball, which basically means like putting some spit or something on this baseball to make it spin or something. Yeah. But I didn't write down what the fuck he said before that. I wrote Shilta was thirsty because he brought the same. He brought flowers to her too, and flowers, flowers to Will. To too. He's sick, thirsty as that, hell. This is his like tour de Hannibal. That's it, yeah. yeah. Um, he's just a thirsty little fake beady bitch. Um, okay. What time is it? Would you like to do what time is our- it? I would love to because I'm hungry and I'm very excited for this. All right. Let's yeah, do let's it. dive in. Okay. So we should get ready to eat the crude. 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 It always surprises me. It always surprises me. Oh, it might be still a little bit warm oh, for fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so Melina, in, take it away. All right, y'all. This is. Pizza Hut's stuffed cheese it pizza. 
I haven't even opened the box I'm yet. so, oh, thank you. I'm so glad you, didn't, you, no. you resisted so we could oh, have yeah. had the, the unboxing Delayed together. Delayed gratification. <laughs> so the, the second we saw the ad for this, yeah. we were both like, text each other immediately. We were yeah, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, we, 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 this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. We got homework. Wow. So oh. we're opening it up. Oh, I got some garlic dipping and sauce and marinara. Fuck yeah. We're going to be dipping it in both. I'm going to open these up real okay. quick. So Melina's so, peeling back the paper. Ooh, interesting. Oh, Oh, you know what? In the ad, it makes it look like it's, it's one, one giant Cheez-It. Yeah. Okay, so guys, this is a Cheez-It, like, it's like shaped like a Cheez-It, so it looks like, you know, orange, square, dot well, in the middle. Dot in the middle. Um, But it's stuffed with, I got us cheese and pepperoni. Delicious. I thought, and in the pictures of this thing, it looks like it's just one giant, like maybe seven inch by seven inch, like yes, cheese. Yes, a big fucking cheese it block. Instead, it's maybe two, like four two, two by, by two, two yeah. cheese it squares. Yeah, which they they smell like kind of like a cheese on the outside. Yeah. Curious, what's your take on cheese its? Do you like? Oh, I love cheese its. I honestly think they're overrated. I think they taste burnt really? to me. I would oh, rather have okay. a goldfish. Like I don't dislike cheese its, but they don't. They to me mm. they dry my mouth out mm. and they taste kind of have like a burntness have a to burnt. them. I can see that. Try cheese. It's grooves. I like Ooh, those. Those are good. They're like thinner and. I mean, maybe. the chip game and cracker game has gotten crazy. Like it's, I'm a big wheat thins girl. Do. Ooh yeah. I'm, I don't really care for triscuits. I don't like how big no, they are. No. I have, to do too, I have to do too much work in chewing them. Agreed. It, overpowers the cheese and the toppings, but I'm a Wheat Thins girl through and through. Yeah. And they have like the Wheat Thins, like thins, like the chips. Holy yeah, shit. Those are next level. Okay. So what I think we should do, we have the garlic dip and marinara. I think we should just dive in and eat. And what we're going to do is we'll just pause recording instead of, instead of me having to edit it. And then we'll, when you listeners, you hear us talking next, we will have consumed, consumed this. Does that make sense? <laughs> I feel does. like I'm supposed to like talking wet mouth sounds and like trying agree. to get a feed. I agree. All right. Okay. Let's do this. All right, so we've just eaten yeah. a two-by-four apiece. Yeah. Try it on its own. Dip in the marinara. Dip in the garlic. Your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> it's like, from every point so far, this has been not what I expected. It's not what I thought it would look like. Yeah. Not the size I thought it would. Whatever. So when you, it does really, I think, truly taste like Cheez-It. Yes. It, it very tastes, impressively. It, it It's almost disturbing. I don't know. Because it's not like crunchy. No. I also thought like maybe it'd be like crunchy. Yeah. No. It's like soft Cheez-It. It's like a puff pastry, kind of? Kind of, yeah. It's like a soft pastry. Is that a pastry. rough puff? <laughs> Is that a rough puff or a full puff? Um, but then on the inside, we got, like I said, we got the cheese and pepperoni. Mm. But there's no sauce on no. the inside. So it's just like a mashup. It tastes it's like maybe weird. like someone had pre-chewed yes. everything yes. and then put it in. Yeah, like like baby birded it in there. Baby which birded. Which is a gross image. But it's definitely like, yeah. a, like, a, like ground up. Cheese and pepperoni cheese bits. Cheese and pepperoni, right? Inside it's of it. not a full pepperoni or a full. Uh, yeah, that's. That I was wonder if it's a, if it's fresh out of the oven and very hot. If it would be meltier. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. Because seeing as we're eating it at basically room temperature. Yeah, that's true. You got it an hour. I was going to try than an hour find ago. like a promo image of it to see if they tried to convince us that there would be. Full but it really looks like a cheese it, and it has that cheese it taste to it. Now it does. I. I actually enjoyed both for different reasons. Dipping in the garlic sauce, I like the garlic sauce. It's I like, like the, garlic the sauce worst too. thing in the world for you. Oh, I know. But, but it's so man, wonderful. Oh, if I could just, if yes. there weren't calories in this world, that I, be great? I would just guzzle that stuff by the bottle, be great? I think. It'd be great. If I were like an immortal, I would just eat the shitty, I would be oh, smoking all the time, like yes. drinking. Like I'd never work out. I already don't really. I know, right? 
Um, the marinara was nice too, although I don't really like cold marinara. Me neither. Yeah. Like uh, that's my, 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 my biggest reason I don't like the pizza lunchables. Oh the, yeah. The cold oh. sauce. People oh. love that and shit. It's like ice cold too, when you get it right ice out of the fridge. Ice cold sauce and no. ice cold cheese, and I'm like, what is no, good about this? No, you're an animal. Um, but like otherwise, it was like I didn't hate it. No, we're also both very hungry. At this it's moment. seven o'clock at night, and I'm having dinner, right. so I'm like, great. But I, I didn't hate it. Like no. I would finish the other one probably. Oh, this is like perfect, like drunk or stoned food. Absolutely. Which is the reason they did this. Yes. Like I'm a college, I'm drunk. Fuck it, cheese it, pizza, done. And these four were, I think, like six dollars or something Great. like that. So that's not bad. No. That's really not. Oh bad. no. Like I could eat the whole, th- all four of them, and not Easily. be unsatisfied. No, no, yeah. That's probably not any, like, better or worse for you than, like, a, you know, like a little personal pan, like no. DiGiorno's or something like that. So not at might all. as well. Yeah, I wonder how it would it be up. if it's super hot. If it would be, like, drippier or. It would be, right, like cheese. Like, goose gooey. Maybe. It wasn't terrible, but it is sort of like a mindfuck where you're like, it looks like a cheese it, sort of smells like a cheese it, and you bite in and it's, like, soft and squishy. Yeah, it's kind of like a puff pastry. There's some layers. Not much lamination. lamination. <laughs> <laughs> and they really whip the butter in. But it has that kind of puff pastry neck yeah. to, to, to it. I wonder how they incorporated Cheez-Its. So they kind of like, just like have Cheez-It powder in the dough. I guess, I don't know. But it I really guess, right? achieved it. But that was effective. Uh, yeah, it did it. It did it for me. Is Cheez-It Nabisco? I mean, this must be cross-promotion. Because it's, it's a Cheez-It pizza. Mm. I wonder if I they both own Nabisco. I wonder if they own Pizza Hut. They must. Ooh. Or just some kind of cross promotion like Doritos and Taco Bell, or the, or they're like so not related that like doing a, a like combo thing like this doesn't matter to either one of them. Like no. it's not like a it's not like a Pizza Hut Domino's you know link up. That's true, but there's still definitely like this is this is a Cheez-It brand. Like there's no way that like the company who owns Cheez-Its would which I think it's Nabisco would allow this to be there unless oh, they Cheez-It got Cheez-It yeah. is manufactured by Kellogg. Kellogg's okay. There we go. Pizza Hut. We're getting into it, guys. We're, we're doing on, it. We're diving in. This is our this is our deep dive. Uh, Pizza Hut is um is yum, <laughs> yumming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I started to say owned, but then I read yum, so I said ummed. But yeah, it's owned by Yum Brands. Yum Brands is like a shit ton of different Subway, brands. Subway, Little KFC, Caesar. Little Caesars. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I think they're just like so like far. They're so like nothing to each other that they can just do something like. But this they have a little it. corporate agreement. They're like, listen, yeah. we'll use your brand. Great, no problem. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, I didn't know. Wow. It's great ETC stuff. It, it is. I think like this is what ETC is is you know meant to. This be. is why we do what we do. We do this for you. We do, and I enjoyed that. And I'm gonna eat another bodies. one of those when we're done no, recording. Yeah. Well, you know we are. <laughs> uh, all right. We ate the crew. Ate the, the crew. Hate the crude, hate the crude, hate the crude. I can never hear myself. Do you need to? Yes. Are you like, any feedback? I need the monitor, I need to louder the monitor. That's how, have you ever heard heard someone sing and they can't hear themselves? No. They sound terrible. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. I was at Drake's concert once and his earpiece cut out during, uh, you know, that, um, uh, 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 we're going Which home. one? They all sound the same to me. How dare you? <laughs> um, and he sounded awful because he can't hear himself, so that you can't be like, uh, uh, uh. Can't Not the one where he's dancing in like the box, or no? That, that's no, Hotline Bling. That's Not the one where he's dancing. He is the yeah, that one. I know that one. Which I don't really care for. Whatever. I, I did once I, again. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't write it. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. 
Um, well, let me tell you my opinion on this. Let me. <laughs> I, that makes sense. I, we saw Casey Musgraves and Maggie Rogers on this past weekend, and she, Casey a few times was like, she obviously had some mic issues. There was one time that I came out and replaced her mic, and occasionally she was like holding her finger to her thing. Yeah. But she's a professional, so she would never like you wouldn't have known she didn't didn't affect right. her performance, but you right. could definitely tell like something's up right now. Yeah, because especially in a stadium tour like that, like you can't unless you have like speakers pointing directly at you that are feeding your own voice back to you, or you have an earpiece. Yeah. You can't hear shit yeah. over people screaming, and like the sounds are just reverberating off the walls, and so it's like an impossible situation. For yeah. Her. For musicians. That was one of the reasons why, why, why the Beatles stopped touring, actually, because mm. they hadn't, speaker technology hadn't in, in, advanced to the point yet, so, like, their shows were just people screaming, uh-huh. and you couldn't hear anything, because of all the girls and the people just screaming yeah. over them, so they were like, fuck this, we're just gonna make, like, we're, we're just gonna make amazing studio albums and, like, not tour anymore. Wow. Here's a um, Drake-Beatles connection for you, I can't since you wait asked. For, I did ask, um. actually, how do you know? <laughs> Um, it was Drake's birthday recently, and he posted a, a video of him on Instagram on his stories of, like, some new bracelet that, that his friend has given him or something like that. And he had a tattoo. Shut up. He had a tattoo on his arm. And I was like, what is that? Because it sort of looked like John Lennon. And so I Googled, like, like Drake Beatles tattoo. And on his arm, Drake has a tattoo of that, like, Abbey Road, like, the four of them walking yeah. across the street. And in front of all of them is Drake, and he's like looking back. In a Degrassi back. wheelchair. He's looking back at them and like waving at them. What? Uh, and it's like because Drake surpassed the Beatles like Billboard record, and oh, so God. it was like a tribute Fuck tattoo. You, like, it was tribute, like, like, like I don't know. Gotcha. Right? I was like, it's kind of a mocking tattoo. Yeah. But all right, you do you. And it's like weird to have like a little mini you on your own wrist. That, yeah. That that's the worst part. I, I am going to eat shit about something mentioning the Maggie Rogers and uh, Casey Musgraves concert. So those of you who probably saw on Instagram or whatever, this became a thing very quickly. Um, an individual, a male, very popular person, came out on stage to join Casey Musgraves. Yes. The, the arena went fucking apeshit. Yes, I would have People as well. lost their minds. Mm-hmm. I looked over at Blythe and said, who's this? Right. And Blythe said... I can't remember. <laughs> and we were like, and I was like, should I ask those two 18-year-old girls next to us who are losing their minds? I was like, please don't, please, please don't, don't do that. No, don't It was us. Harry Styles. Yes. We figured it out. Right. We got there. Yes. I know who he is. I just, mm-hmm. out, irrespective of context, this yeah. dude coming out wearing high-waisted button-up pants and yeah. a blouse. Yes. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that person or sure. a person. Sure. So... Immediately, I'm, I, I just didn't lose my mind. So I'm gonna, you know, after that, people are like, "You didn't recognize Harry Styles," and I'm like, "No, sorry." You know, I mean, whatever. That's, <laughs> I mean, I show me any. I mean, fuck, if you showed me a picture of Maggie Rogers, I wouldn't know who the fuck she is. So yeah. I mean, I, whatever. I, you know, we we know who we know, but yeah, Harry Styles is great. Yes, sure. And I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel, and I am gonna own up to my own personal like self righteousness of being like, I mean, I, I get it, like I don't follow that kind of stuff, but like if Jason Isbell had come out, then I would have been super oh. like, or you know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I have to like make myself feel like I'm a better person because I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's, that's just my own insecurity. Oh, <laughs> that's very, um, that's very self aware. I'm just gonna be on. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, just being honest. I'm just being honest here. And speaking of honest, let's talk about some costumes. 
Let's talk about the one person Alana. red costumes in this show. Hey, 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 Alana, it's good to see you looking real good to me with your new threads. A little Moana action, because my daughter is obsessed with Moana right now. Oh. So I know every word to every fucking song, because oh. I've heard it 8,000 million times. Never heard it. Never saw it's, it. It's, it's very good. Don't know her. Don't know Moana? Well, sorry. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, she looks great. She is doing it. So, but really, first, uh, the first outfit that I clocked was Jack's at Will's Garage. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the camel coat. He was in some, like, nice fedora. pants. The coat was, like, fur-lined. Yeah, fedora. Casual. Scarf. Looks great. Scarf. Casual. Well, he's retired now, so. Yeah. Bell is gone. He's kind of like, fuck this all. Yeah. Yeah. See, I noticed, first seen um, Chilto with the checkered, nice checkered shirt, mm. sport coat. He looked pretty good. He looked good at that moment, and then later on looks terrible. Um, well, with the pink shirt, when he when he sees Will? No, back when he is talking to Jack, I said, Chilton's back on his bullshit with this striped tie, no, striped shirt, yes. a tie that's way too big, and some sort of like paisley pattern, a dark suit, and a tie bar again, and the yeah. suit's too big on That him. was like on-brand Chilto. Yeah. When he was visiting Alana, he had a pink shirt and a blue tie. It looked really nice. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, and then Hanny had this, you know, this gorgeous tan three-piece during the memory stabbing of oh, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Um, all right. Let's get after her. Alana. All right. So what, the first time we see him, see her is, I mean, but outside of the hospital is at Hannibal's house when she rolls up in the wheelchair, right? Yes. She's in a dark coat. Her hair is like... Her, her hair is a big change. Her hair is like Bedelia level, like... Done. It's, it's done this year. Got yeah. that like swirl and curl. It is like hairsprayed and done. Yes. Whereas usually she had like really nice hair and always had it it's curly, just stuck down kind of and fine down, yeah. and it was fine. Um, and then a red lip. Lipstick. Yes, the lips and yeah. the hair. Yeah. It's like I wrote a preview of what's to come. <laughs> oh, it's here. I'm curious. I honestly am curious. I'm really curious. What's your theory on this change? Well, you hear her explanation for it. We too, do? Yeah, too much bone marrow got into her bloodstream. Wait, what? She She's talking to Chilton in the hospital. And, How did I miss this? And she says, oh, the doctors told me I got too much bone marrow in my bloodstream, which means I might experience some changes or something, or I might what? be thinking differently or something like that. And I was like, that's the explanation for your, like... What? <laughs> that plus revenge. I'm going to use that... And for every excuse the now. Bone marrow plus revenge, I think, is what is powering this this change. Yeah, I, th- I think revenge definitely. I think it's, she's definitely wearing, like, some power outfits now. Yes. And I think she's, like, being like, fuck it, I'm, like, going to take this power yeah. more. I mean, she's always been a really strong person. Yeah, yeah. And yet, really, like, this is a big change. Yeah, it's a, but I was like, that's what made you pick out a red lipstick was too much bone marrow in your... Oh, yeah. all right. You could have just said, I'm just starting over. I don't or know. Where she had a bone marrow transplant. It was Bedelia's bone marrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that would have been more convincing, I guess. And then later, she's in her Benz, which I loved. And then she's that red as fuck jacket. Um, yes, again, her hair is dead. Her red lip, a red coat, the cane, leather gloves, light pants. Yeah, she had like a houndstooth kind of like black and white shirt mm-hmm. in that, which is meaning Margot. Mm-hmm. Who Margot is riding with pigtails. Yes. And a brooch with like flat something on it. Yeah. And this crazy ass big bow. Of course. She's she's she does has a lot of neck business. A lot of neck business. Yeah. She yeah. and old she and uh she and Abigail can like have yeah. a whole like neck off. <laughs> 
Um, okay. no, no starfish. That shit's gone. Oh, gone. Bye-bye. She bye. threw that in the trash. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, someone was like, hey, Lana, oh, you dropped this. Would you like this back? And she said, no, fuck. fuck throw that. that out the window. Um, yeah, another Alana outfit is whenever she's talking to Mason towards the end. She's yes. in like a riding, oh. like a black, like it looks like a riding blazer or something like that. Yes. It looks like a riding coat. Hair pulled back. Yes. Um, and again with the red lipstick. Yeah, course. like a black with dots, like a pantsuit. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, yeah. great. She, yeah, look nice. And yeah. the cane is a power item for her. Absolutely. It looks like, when Shilto had it, I was like, you don't need this. No, fucking yeah. walking stick. Yeah, You're like, Draco Malfoy, like, it's a walking stick. Whereas, like, she's like, if I need a cane, I'm going to fucking have a cane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she killed it. I want to talk about when Shilto visits Jack, he looked great. He had no tie on. Red shirt, undone. Mm. He's like casual. Oh, Jack. Jack. Oh, yeah, no, he looked nice. Yeah, dark shirt, red sweater. Yeah. Coat, no tie. He looked really nice and laid back. And then later at home, he just took the coat. He just took the coat off because I think he's just in like the red sweater. Yes. Yeah, yeah. when he and Alana are talking, he had like a half zip and like a plaid shirt. Really like really nice and casual. Like it's wintertime, fall time, whatever. I don't know what season it is now. Right. Alana has like a pink blazer on with her hair to the side. Yeah. That looks good. That looks good, too. Only time we saw Hannibal, really, in present day was when he was writing the Apology. He had, like, a vest on. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to see him. <laughs> I wrote for, for Bella's funeral, but Will, glasses! Yeah, he's back with gla- the glasses on. For the funeral, I guess, too much emotion. Yes, yeah, he's got to protect himself. In a suit and tie. In a suit and tie. <sighs> yeah, I know. Earlier in the in his, like, garage, he's just wearing, like, a sort of flannel shirt and a vest. He's got his beanie on. And a beanie. He's got his beanie. But I think that's all I really clocked. Yeah. Yeah, Alana. I mean, like, Alana's going to be giving us a lot of really good content for the rest of the show. She's really serving us what we need. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's much needed. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. She's I love Latter-day Alana. She's keeping us fed this season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so many red lips. I want to know what uh, brand she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It's a power... I love the like big pop of lipstick. That looks I great. Do. I think it it's does a power too. move. I it love is. it. It is. It is. Um. Yeah, mm. she's fucking killing it. All right. What's she wearing? Oh. <laughs> I do that because later Mason says nobody beats the Riz, which is an amazing pun. Yeah. Which reminded me of. Have you ever heard of the store The Wiz? No, 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 nobody beats the Wiz. It was an yes. electronic store in the Northeast, in yes. like New York and New Jersey. And that, that there was one in Plumbox from my house, and they, they then were bought by PC Richard and Son, which has this like jingle. Oh, okay. So I was like, nobody beats the Wiz. What a great callback to a 90s era electronic store. <laughs> yeah. I got some, I bought, oh, I bought Limp Biscuit, Chocolate Starfish, and Hot Dog Flavored Water at the Nobody Beats the Wiz. I got like an Eminem oh. album, Nobody Beats the Wiz, and like the guy gave me a weird look because it had the parental guidance on it, but I was like, come on. He's like, all right, fine. Wow. There you go. How do you retain all these memories? Yeah, man. Because, like, th- that's the important stuff to remember. <laughs> what I was doing I would, at the Nobody Beats the Wiz on 97th and Broadway. I couldn't tell you what happened to me on in, in any given moment, maybe prior to age 16. I really yeah. don't remember anything about my childhood. It's just, like, weird little things that stick out in my mind. Yeah. I remember buying CDs there and buying CDs at the Virgin Megastore in Times Square. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Boof. I thought New Yorkers didn't go to Times Square. Well, this was back in the day, and I was a kid. Oh, when they were like... And my mom used to work there. She used to work in Times Square. 
Oh, your mom worked during at the Virgin during Mobile store. <laughs> Virgin Mobile? The Virgin Mega Store. It was like a, a bookstore and CD store. That's back when like, Virgin had like... The joke was the idea of Kathy working oh, at a Virgin I, I don't store. know what you're talking Not about. Not that I messed it up. No. No, but no. Her office was right next to MTV's, and this was during the heyday of TRL. So every Ooh. afternoon, people would just be screaming outside, outside her, of her office. I bet that was miserable. Carson! <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, let's finish let's do this it. up. Let's finish. <laughs> okay, so she's on wheels in Hanny's Hizzy. Yes. And Will is being an emo-ass bitch. Yeah, he's visiting with his ghost friends like a little spooky bitch. Spooky bitch. <laughs> he's singing, I'll follow you to the dark. Yeah. My death cap for cutie. Yeah, uh, empty chairs and empty tables. <laughs> like, oh, it's like Eddie bitch. Redmayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I love this definition of friendship. A mutually unspoken pact to ignore the worst in each other and to, uh, in order to continue enjoying the best. Right. I was like, wait, what? He's like, I'm going to ignore this guy's a murdering psychopath in order to enjoy the best parts of him. And yeah. then he's like, I came here to be alone, Alana. Yeah, I came the here fuck? to be alone with my feelings. God, Mom, leave me my room. I'm in my room. That's essentially what he was saying. He was like, Get, roll your ass out of here. <laughs> roll do you, I, I also don't think that like Hannibal's house is ADA accessible. Yeah, right? Like, didn't he, he has, like, stairs An leading old, up to like, his house? Yeah. porch. How'd she get She out? wheeled herself in there. How the fuck did she? <laughs> Guys, uh, screeching hot. No, she, how did she, she get in there? She can walk, but you think she got out of her chair and hauled her chair up the, like, stair, the stoop stairs or something like that. Yep. And then, like, put herself back. Yeah. All right. Listen, I don't know the extent to her medical procedures, so who am I to judge? Yeah, and he's just hanging with Ghost Blood Abbey. Ghostly Blood Abbey. I, all right, well, it's like whatever gets you through the day. Whatever gets you through the day. Um, okay, wait, hold right. on. I need to just like get a grip as to like where I am in my notes before <laughs> we do all of that. Um, oh, Hannibal's house. Okay, great. All right, so now Alana is driving to the Vergers. The Verger Estate. This is my who the fuck is funding this. Okay. Alana drives a G-Wagon. Is that what they're called? Yes. Alana drives a Benz G-Series car, which is like the most, like, like rappers drive G-Wagons. Really? You know okay. what I mean? I'm like, who? You you work for the government and are probably no, on disability. No, she Johns Hopkins. No, oh, Georgetown. She, Georgetown. Okay, even Georgetown professors. Um, you're telling she's me G-Wagon money? See, the thing is, people know where I feel like I bought it because I was like, okay, she, she's a psychiatrist. I feel like if you're the kind of level psychiatrist, you can make a lot of money for like rich clients. G-Wagons are $125,000. Well, you know what? You know, I would have loved it. Have we ever seen her drive that in previous episodes? Back when she visited mm. Will with the doggies and whatever. Because I want to um, know this. I want to know, too. I can't remember. I can't remember. Because I would love it if it was true. It's probably not. But I would love it if she's like, if she bought this after getting out. She's like, the bone marrow is in my blood. Fuck it. I got this money. Yeah, the, she got some big I got tenure. Yeah. I'm fucking... Yeah, you, yeah, I love that. She got yeah. a settlement. Settlement from the state or something Great. like that. I don't Great. know. Great. I love Whoever. this. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm getting a G-Wagon, fuck bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Bone marrow. I'm thinking different. I'm getting a G-Wagon. I'm getting it. Fuck you. Like, I almost died. I'm alive. Let's go. Yo-yo. I mean, Yo-yo. yeah, I want to know how much We got to remember, because we've seen her car before. 
She's pulled up to we visit Will. We've seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has to be new. This fucking. I feel like I would have noticed her Guys, driving. Listeners, this is what we need you for. We can't remember, <sighs> and I can't remember which episode it was. But she, we've seen her pull up to Will's house and whatever. Up. Absolutely. Oh, I saw Ben's. I mean, I buy that she has money. We've never seen her house or whatever. Maybe she has, she saves. She works for Georgetown. Maybe she saves, and she's a psychiatrist, and she's done some lucrative speaking deals or but lucrative consulting be, like, deals. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see maybe some of that where she's getting big checks from like. She doesn't have any kids. Not married. That's true. But I was like, she's got to be like wh- what age? Mid thirties. I would say late thirties. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm not buying it. If things aren't lining up. <laughs> how, did, how did she get paid for it? <sighs> I love these theories we have, though. I like the theory where she's like, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm getting it. Fuck you. Um, so, right. She meets up with Margot. There's a witchy beauty about this. Witchy beauty. There sure is. It's like that, that thing in a movie whenever a girl goes... Um, oh, it's beautiful talking about a sunset, and then like her boyfriend looks is like looking at her, and he Ugh. goes, "Oh, it sure is," or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> all right, like she's talking about the sunset, but he's talking about you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a witchy beauty, like oh, there sure is, or whatever she says. Um, but she is like leading Mason. She's leading Alana to Mason because I guess Alana's his new psychiatrist. Yeah. Or something like, because she, she yes. pulls up and, and Margot goes, Alana pulls up and Margot goes, oh, you're the new psychiatrist or Yes, like yeah, yeah. He obviously was like, she's close with Lecter, I want to work with her yeah. now as my psychiatrist, even though they don't really do yeah. therapy. I don't know what the fuck they do. Yeah. Um, he's hiring her as a psychiatrist and they're not really doing anything no, like that. Any of that. Plus she goes, refuse the chocolate. Yeah, politely refuse if he offers you chocolate. Uh, I um, have, yeah, yeah, faith, Doctor Blue. I again cannot stand. I still, I just Nobody can't believe he. This man is still around. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about faith and how he has faith and how he's total been bullshit. Forgiven by the way, by total the bullshit. By the way, I know. I'm like, who is this for? What he's is this then, for? It's just, I don't, I think it's all bullshit. I don't know. I mean, maybe he does, but I think it's all total bullshit. I think he's yeah. saying this for some reason, and yet he's, like, throwing, like, Old Testament wrath stuff out there. I go, well, okay. Well, she said that she's not opposed to Old Testament wrath, because she no okay. longer has faith, but she's like, oh, I don't, I don't discount that Got Old it. Testament, like, because she's on this revenge plot. Yes. Um, whereas he's talking about, you know, forgiveness and being right with God and all of that and kind yeah, of he, stuff. He's then like, I'm going to torture this motherfucker. So. Right, right. He also throws some disgu- a disgusting line at her. Uh-oh. He, he's oh, like... I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. You know, he's been deeper inside you than he did any of us. I'm like, <laughs> oh, gross. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he knows that they, you know... He must know, I got, guess. They got down I mean, like, that was the whole thing. And, and, and then she gets him back because then he starts, like, choking up and she just fucking <laughs> stares at him. She's like, oh... Oh, Uh, it doesn't reach nothing. Are you watching the new season of Always Sunny? No, I'm not yet. Okay, all right. I love It's Always Sunny, but there's a scene where Frank is choking in the restaurant, and they're all there together, and the camera just pans to all of them, and they're all just staring at him, watching him choke on like this this, like chicken wing because they're all like hoping he dies. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was like that moment where she's just like, yeah, no big deal. Hmm. She's like. You then, okay? Yeah, and then finally she's like, do you want me to call a nurse? Yeah, nothing. She's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, revenge time, baby. Yeah. Yup. Um, okay, then 
than Jack and Bella. Jack and oh, Bella the are hospital back side by side. This shit, I got choked up during during some of this. It was pretty sweet. I mean, it was pretty emotional and really heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah really sure. heartbreaking. When she's like, stop trying to go into the ground with me. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a side-by-side on the hospital. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... So so right after the scene is Jack and Chilton, and Chilton says something like, oh, Jack, blah, 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 forced into retirement. Did we see that? No. Okay, this was like after the fact. Was this some Cynthia Nixon stuff where she's like, you out? Right, I know. I couldn't remember if we saw, if we, right, if, if she said that then. No, she must have, right? She was basically like, like, shut it down kind yeah. of a thing. I was like, oh, wait, he was forced to retire. I don't remember that, but I think that might just be my bad memory. Okay. Um... Yeah, and then Chilton copyrighted Hannibal the Cannibal. Yes, I love that little bitch. I love it so much. Yeah, it was Again, like the first thing you did when you came out of the hospital was copyright Hannibal gotta, the Cannibal. I gotta get on this. Yeah, priorities. I'm gonna be writing a book about it. I gotta yeah. get it copyrighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just smart business. Yeah. I mean, he has that sense. He's an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, he's a go-getter. Yeah. Go-getters, go-get. Go-getters, go-get. That they do. <laughs> I, whereas I would have been like... Peace. Yeah, again, right. Seasons yeah. ago. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. I don't know any of you. Checking out, please. No, no, he likes to linger. <laughs> he, he's like, I don't got a family either. Like, Jack's the only guy with a family, with a wife. Yeah. Chilton's like, fuck it. We yeah. had a lot of like, what do I have to yeah, do? And nothing. I got my big magnifying glass. <laughs> I got my big books. My big shit painting. I'm coming after all you bitches. Um, oh, and then Bella in the morning and Jack just resting his head on her and then. She, he he says, "Oh my God!" I was like so choked up. Yeah, by that, that was whole so sequence. sweet when he like sees her with the dress like for a moment, and then it's like, oh. and then it's like Alana standing there with the dress. Oh. Yeah, it was, and yeah, getting ready for the funeral, um, and then you know we see that what Hannibal sent some flowers. Yeah, of course, beautiful handwriting. Yeah, of course, of course, beautiful handwriting. Of course, do you expect anything different? Like the most luxurious card stock. Luxurious cards. Oh yeah, you know it's that like good Italiano cardstock. Thick cardstock, beautiful cardstock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very practiced uh, calligraphy there. Yeah. Um, and wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, and there's like no one at this funeral. Yes. Where's everybody? What is this? Is it very early? Is it very late? You know what I mean? Like, has it happened? Yeah. Has it not happened yet? And he's just there early because then Will shows up and they're the only two people at this funeral. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. Where is everyone? Yeah. It, mm. I don't know. It must be very early and I, like no one's That's one what I think. That's what I think. It must be that. It, there's like no way that she didn't have like colleagues or like They already used their budget on it. <laughs> you know? They're, they're, they're like, we, we can't get Cynthia this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can't pay for extras. We can't pay, pay extras. <laughs> we gotta just like, it's fine. We'll do a scene. It's just the two of you. Whatever. People will, will buy it. <laughs> I guess like Will Tend being sweet was, 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 was kind of sweet with like the... Yeah. I hope she's somewhere today, and I hope she's comfortable. Yeah, that's that's a good, like, I feel like that's a good thing to say. Yeah. So we have that whole sweet sequence, tear drinking, and then it cuts to fucking weirdo-ass Cordell. Weirdo, weirdo yeah. It cuts weirdo. To Mason and his, like, knockoff physical therapist that, like, oh, apparently, I don't know, it doesn't have a medical license. They're like, like, I don't know. Rubbing his face. He's like, pain is a good thing. He's yeah. like, oh, ow. Ow, I said ow. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's like rubbing him down, but it turns out that he's like, what, uh, 
hitman or something? Yeah, he's his gopher. He's I think he's just like his whatever. loyal gopher or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he talks about transubstantiation. He's like, no transubstantiation you needed. I'm going to eat this motherfucker. <laughs> right. And again, right. So this is the medical room after after this. Yeah, his surgery. How they grafted all the shit onto his face. He grafted all. It's gross. It's so gross. <laughs> and then he like it's done, and he like takes his mask off or whatever, and he like looks at himself, and he and I just love the way this was pronounced because it was pronounced. What did he say? You got to do the voice. Like this. You got to do the voice. You got to do the voice. Gerd That that was great. Nice job. <laughs> Wait, do how, you have oh, what is this? Is this a script you have funny? What what is? Oh, what was that? Something about transparency. This. Oh, I looked at. I was looking up some article about. Oh, okay. About uh. Gerd Asnero. I wrote. I loved the music. I can't remember what it was, but I remember that I loved the music in that whole sequence. In like that sequence. Piano, I think. Um, and then after that is Mason and Alana. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and Alana, um, like clocks the truffles and wine like situation. Yeah. Oh, she's figuring it all out. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, track the truffles. <laughs> I'm talking like Mason. Track the truffles. Track the truffles. Um, yeah, she's like, oh, Hannibal has taste. No matter what his name is, where he is, blah, blah, blah. He has He's, a specific he ha- yes. taste. He has the things that he likes. And that's what Bedelia said. Like, his weakness is whimsy. Like, mm-hmm. he, he has his taste. He wants to amuse himself. Yeah. That's never going to go away. That's never going to go away. He's not going to be the kind of guy who's going to be surviving in, like, a hut somewhere. Like, oh, God. No, he's going to be like, okay, fine. If I go down, I go down with... A fucking bow tie a on bottle of wine. <laughs> and a <laughs> bottle of really good wine, Montrachet. Um, yeah, yeah. Who is it who said get him to the stage? Was it that was a that was Alana? And what did, what was what was because the context of that? She said your like she said something like it's your idea uh, about like Hannibal's like death play or something like that. Yes. Um, I'm just here to get, or no, she says something like the theater of Hannibal's death. I think that's the word yes, she used. Yes, yeah. I'm just here to get him to the stage. Exactly. It's Mason's yeah. job to kill him all that. I'm just going to get him to the stage. Death play. And I wrote, yo, Batman, and this is a really weird thing that I thought of. So I went to Six Flags a lot as a, as a teenager. One of my best friends loved Six Flags. We we went one time right after I graduated from high school with three of my other friends. And we see like this guy in Batman and Robin outfits because it's like all the characters are there. Yeah. And we like take a picture with them. And then the, the guy who dresses Robin said, Yo, Batman, l- let's move to the stage. And so we move over to the stage, take a picture. And my friend, who like loves theming, lost his mind by the fact that like the Robin character yeah. called the other guy Batman. Batman. <laughs> He's like, I love it. They were like in it, they're committed. Yo, Batman, let's move to the stage. So, like that then became like a like an inside uh. joke of like, Yo, Batman. But <laughs> <laughs> like in that's front of the guests, he called the other guy Batman. Batman. Well, that's good. That's, that, that, that's good theming. That's, you know, Six Flags policy, I believe. <laughs> Stay in character at all times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just here to get, like, all of that, like, knock, knock, uh, or do you want to hear a bit about the Lord today? Like, a lot of that, like, tour to Hannibal, mm-hmm. you know, Mason bringing in Alana has worked, because now she's like, I'm fueled by nothing but revenge and bone marrow. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'm here to help you. That's an album, by the way. <laughs> revenge and bone marrow. <laughs> I'm here to help you get Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. That, that's like a hardcore, like, black, like, yeah. metal album. Yes. Bone marrow and revenge. <laughs> uh, and then Jack goes to visit Will, and Alana's like, he's already gone, bitch. Yeah, yeah, he's already gone. Yeah, she said something like, 
he knows his role do you or something like that or he he knows his place in this whole thing like do you or something cryptic i was like whatever the fuck just get your cane and get out of here let's go but i guess it's nice that she's still willing to come over and take care of his dogs yeah she doesn't change that much i no. guess i love his dogs and the mofo is wait right i was like hold on i forgot this motherfucker sailed to Italy. I want all of the fire. I want him in the middle of the open ocean. I want like all is lost. Like there's a big storm. Like right. I was like, that's unsafe, sir. But he, he that's what, wild. Stole a boat. I'm guessing. I'm no, guessing that was, that, that his, was his boat. That was his boat. Oh, because that he was, was his sailboat. Yeah. Okay. okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he stole it. Um, but I was like, he and. Here, I'm talking about sailing for a second. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wonder what kind of tack he was on. Yeah, the wind must have been coming from... <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right, everybody. Tune out. Tune out. That's for our other podcast. Jackson, White, white men talking sails. <laughs> uh, uh, I just would have loved it. Like We mentioned like the whole like Kennedy look and how sexy I find that. Yeah. I wish he had been like... It was like winter, so he was like all bundled up. Yeah. I would love that he had like boat shoes on and like a yeah. white polo and like sunglasses. And yeah, he was with like, some wayfarers or something. Oh, that would have been looked. But looked, this was the this is the Greta Thunberg yes, moment I was talking about. Very Greta sailing across the fucking Atlantic Ocean. That shit, and not even just he's sailing across, going through the Straits of Gibraltar to fucking Sicily. Yeah, months. So this must take him. Yes, it right right. Yes, this is wild. Yeah, on that little teeny across boat across the North Atlantic. In what wasn't Does like summer, food? is it going to be too cold? I mean, like nor'easter? Is it in the middle of winter or fall or I don't know what the fuck? It was cold. Everyone it was, was cold. cold. <sighs> I guess he has the food because we know he gets there. Yes, well, yeah, we know he gets there, but I was like, okay, was that his only option? Because I remember thinking in earlier episodes, okay, great, how did he get to Italy? I, I forgot that he had sailed. Bought a plane ticket. That's right, I know. That's why I was like, could he not have gotten on a plane like there wasn't anything stopping him from getting on a plane right i think this is like the he wasn't on any sort of list the voyage this is like the journey the journey uh well he had mentioned it had been what it's the climb oh okay thanks uh uh oh fuck (laughs) not billy bob what's his face's daughter who is miley cyrus Cyrus. <laughs> Thanks, um, Miley. You're just being Miley. I'm just being Miley. Um, like he had mentioned, like Biloxi, or we talked about this before. Like yes. he's he's been around the water, yeah, but like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a difference to be like I know my way around a boat right. to I can circum I can navigate across an ocean. Right. There's there's a difference between like the Delta and yeah. like yeah across yes. the Atlantic or something. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not, I mean, yes, this is the most whimsical way he could have traveled. I'm not sure it was the most effective or efficient. Uh, and I think that, that was like part me. of the poetry of it. He's like, no, no, I, I'm journeying. This is part of the, this is part of my, like, his, like, quest. His quest. His quest. His, uh, oh, brother. I mean, we have questions about how, okay, so did he then sail to Lithuania? I love that. He gets off, he, he goes to Palermo. Then he t- gets back in the fucking boat, goes <laughs> up and over to th- through the Baltic. This is like this is like like uh, this is like a long way journey. Really a long way, I mean, right? Yeah. No, I'm hoping he just rented a car. I did appreciate once in this episode there was a Chiron that went six months later. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I first time we've ever seen yeah, that. Fucking finally, some just like clear ideas to how much time has passed. 
Oh, okay. All right. Okay. How do you feel? You feel like that's that's yeah. that? I think we got into it and then we cracked it open. We did. We did. We probably thought about some things longer than we needed to. That's okay. That's Sorry. the that is literally the show. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be a sub of the show, probably thinking about things longer than we need to. Yes. Um, okay. Hmm. Let's rate this, motherfucker. Um, yeah, so my my initial um, rating. Do you want to add a bitch? We kind of talked about it throughout the show. Uh, we can add a couple bitches. We can add a couple bitches. The only the, bitch, the best bitch I had was, you, you show me yours and I'll show you mine, bitch. Oh, yeah. There's or also- did Shilto say that? No, no, no. no. Mason we said that, that. okay. I think, yeah. yeah. Another Mason line, um, uh, nobody beats the Riz, bitch. That was an amazing line. I really the Riz, just... the Riz, short for Risen Christ. I know was the joke. Yes, I know. I know, which is like <laughs> so Fucking silly. Awesome. <laughs> that was a legit funny. That I was that's like, a legit that's the joke. legit yeah. joke. Fucking greatest line, yeah. maybe in the whole show. Yeah. I don't know. I I forgot it, and I was like, yeah. ugh. I want to use that now. Yeah. Like, I want to be at church on Sunday yeah. and be like, nobody beats the Riz. Yeah. I think nothing can can beat those two uh, those two Mason lines. So. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So my my initial um, rating of this when I was when I just finished watching it a mere two hours ago um, was mm, it was like an eight seven five. Wow. Nice. Eight seven five skin grafts. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I felt I felt generally fine about it. I it, at least if we were gonna do a sort of like character merry-go-round, I appreciated the like the flashbacks were fun. Yeah, um, it 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 was done well. I didn't feel like exhausted by any interactions. I was like, oh yeah, what is Alana up to? And like, oh wow, she's weird. And like, oh Mason's yeah. weirder. And like, is Jack okay? And it it kept it kept me engaged. Um. Man, Will Will and his just like emo ness was just everything lurking in Hannibal's yeah. uh, oh my God. Oh, like, his house and his the kitchen. Uh, the you know, making his boat, talking about how they're best friends, sailing across the ocean. I was like, Oh, this little emo bitch. Yes. Um so so overall, yeah, I think if anything knocked it, I just can't stand Mason. I just don't like looking at him and oh, really? um <laughs> I just any episode that involves him, I just automatically like deduct like half a point. It's so interesting. See, I see, I gave it 7.5 writing brooches. Oh, yeah. And I like a lot of the elements of it. Like I love Mason. I love the silliness of Mason. Yes. I love like the insane quips he has. I find that funny. I do yeah. find it can be too much sometimes. Like we, it, I like he's him like a in cartoon the character. yes. I and I enjoy that, but yeah. we can't have that be be be. be yeah. We can't be riding on that for for our story. Otherwise, right. Then like okay, and like it's right now this episode. It's like he's putting wheels into motion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least there's that. We know Jack ends up in Sicily, but I, I enjoyed some of this, you know, kind of his own personal journey kind of wrestling with, like, fuck all of this. I'm done with it. I'm letting it all go. Fuck Will. Yeah. Fuck Hannibal. And obviously things change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some positive elements. For me, it just... it. I'm, this seems like this is the last episode of now we're going to catch up. Now let, let's now hopefully, let's move. Yeah, yeah hopefully. We caught everybody. We see where they are. Bang, bang, boom. All right, right. Let, 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 let's go forward. Right. Um... We have Will and Shio yesterday. We'll see them, like, yesterday, the last episode. We'll see them again. And, like, that'll start going forward. So I appreciate that we're now finally got there. Yeah. But there was nothing, like, I watched this a few days ago, and as we were yeah. talking, I was like, I gotta look at my notes. I can't remember some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, this episode, that's oh, the one with this fucking thing one, happened, right? right? Yeah, I agree. And so because of that, it says 7.5, which is a good rating, but not my yeah. highest, because it was nothing 
it felt like a bunch of different parts as opposed to a sum of something. That's how I felt about this this whole season so far, like these past four episodes where yeah. I'm like, wait, what happened again? Like, oh, this was yeah. that episode? Like, I don't even remember yeah. that at all. Or it's like, kind of been oh, like okay. an up and down. Like, episode weird. one we were obsessed with because it's like this weird Hannibal, like, journey. Yeah. And that, 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 that was just silliness. Yeah. And then two, we were like, oh, I don't know about this. Right. Yeah, and but then, even, yeah. yeah, but even <laughs> like the quality of what, but going back to like your just like, was this a memorable episode even after watching it two days ago? Like, that's how I felt about, yeah, I guess with the with the exception of the first episode. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I don't even remember what happened. Like, what the fuck happened? Um, yeah. But but uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Looking forward to it. Um, we will hopefully maybe have a special guest on our next mm-hmm. episode. I'm yeah. so excited if we do. Yes. I've been daydreaming about it ever since we were like, broached the idea. And I'm like, oh, that would be so much fun. It's it's gonna be a lot. Um, I haven't seen this young man in a very long You're time. I'm very excited. Um, it might not happen, so you'll see next episode if it happens or not. We'll make a disclaimer mm, either way. It doesn't. You'll see. Got to tune in. Yeah, guys, stay in it. Um. Uh. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's do the let's do the credits. Ooh, the credits. The credits. Okay. Oh, this no. episode was produced. Mixed, recorded, all of this by us, Melina and Jack. Our theme music is by the late, great, and the immortal Sean Hills, the fucking emperor. And our logo design is by John Larson. You are, like, on one. Are you okay? I'm feeling good. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, Please uh, follow us and talk to us on Twitter um, at FButchersPod. Our website is ethicalbutchers.com. And send us an email at ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. It's one of those dot coms. Hopefully the dot com bubble won't burst. (laughs) Hopefully not in the next. The dot coms. Couple weeks while we still check that email address. (laughs) All right, everybody. All right. Stay, keep it sleazy. Bye.